Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly enjoy this opportunity and love this opportunity of being with you this morning. We're continuing on in the book of Psalms. We're in Psalm number 119. With me just a few feet from me is Stephanie Wesco, which is kind of strange. We're used to having her on the phone. Uh, Kind of felt like old home week around here, and Debbie and I were excited to see her coming over. And uh, But, you know, we're just moving on. We're just trusting God. And uh, So I want to start right off, Stephanie, and I think you need to say, what was the feel or what is the feel with the new CD we just recorded? We talked about it a little bit yesterday. What was the feel you walked away with? Nervousness. No, (laughs) a little bit of nervous. Um, A few of the songs I'm really excited about. I like all the songs we did. There's none of them that aren't favorites of mine. Uh, Well, there is one I could care that I really could have done without. Yeah. Yeah, so so I heard this, I heard this sermon <laughs> preached. This turned into a weird song that Stephanie bled all over with a red ink. But anyway, I heard this song. This I heard this sermon preached, uh, and it talked about Stephen, the great missionary martyr uh, of the Bible of the New Testament, and of God looking down at him. And it forced me to write down a bunch of words, and I sent them to Stephanie, and she just tore them. She didn't want anything to do with them. Because I, I did not. I was going to call it the Charles song. She said, no, it's not the Charles song. There's been a lot of money. And she shut all that down. You know, she went weird on me. But anyway, then she took the song, and uh, there's still we a few it. sentences there. There's still a few there, but she added a tear here and there. She had, and she added complete lines. I mean, like... <laughs> Like she, like ninety five percent, at least sixty, maybe seventy. <laughs> yeah, there's some remnants there that I can see. Uh, yeah, so the song she didn't like, the song she didn't want to be part of. All of a sudden, she's <laughs> editing in more than any song in a couple of years. But that's all right. You know what came out of that song though is my heart likes that song. I like it. Yeah, I think I made it. Uh, no, the last song on the new CD is I will serve the Lord. So it's next to last or something like that. Or I, I don't know. I asked for help with it. You didn't want to give me help to, I forgot. So the first song on there is the great worship song that I wrote too long. And Stephanie always puts two verses together, but I like that song too. So it comes right out of the chute and I have to condense other the song. The songs would be 10 minutes long. And, uh, uh, yeah. And so (laughs) one great song that we both love is uh, God meant it for good. And just turn, that kind of came out of nowhere. I heard somebody try to sing a ditty about that or something years ago. And I said, you know, that'd be good if they did this, this, and this. So we, we one day I read the verse, and Stephanie's favorite verse is represented in that. So one of her favorite verses, which is over there in Genesis chapter 50, talking about Joseph. And, and uh, many That's people will be saved songs. alive. And so we had to fit that in there. We had to fit in, you know, that... You know, 
you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And, mm-hmm. and so we'll tell you more about those songs. We'll, maybe we'll talk about our song every podcast, but here's the, and we're going to play those all. So these 10 days, we're going back to our old songs. We have one for every day from our old CD. And then uh, the next group of 10 podcasts we do, we're going to be doing, well, eight of them will be our brand new songs. And we might do them twice, the ones we like more. But, you know, we have this segment the Norton knuckleheaded moment where we help our people. Our people are going through stuff. They're dealing with triggers. They're dealing with hurting hearts. They're dealing with all kinds of junks. They're dealing with narcissists. They're dealing with, I mean, you name it, they're out there dealing with things and we're trying to help them drive right down the road, you know, be Mm -hmm. in the right lane. Everything's going okay. Things are going smooth. And I think I want to go down this road and it's not a real bad road. It's, but you know, you might be a knucklehead. You might be a knucklehead friends if you compare your traumas, your triggers, your PTSD with somebody else who has traumas, PTSD, or been through junk, don't do that. Just realize that we're all messed up. Yeah. And once we once we realize that, it's all right. Because that kind of makes us a little bit of a knuckle. And then people don't want to hang out with you. And you wonder why, hey, I don't have any friends. Well, no kidding. You compare yourself about everybody. Well, yeah, I think if, if you have PTSD and you choose to use it as... Okay, first of all, I think if you refuse to acknowledge you have PTSD and refuse to get help, yeah, chances are very high you're going to become narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. The, um, because there's only all, one or two ways. You're either yeah. going to the dark side or you're not. Yeah, and if you refuse to get help, the the alternative is going to you be is going to be you becoming a control freak of you and everyone around you, and you're going to become evil if you don't. You yeah. know, it's. It's easy. Everybody's gone through, yeah. off, you know, there's a, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people have been through horrific things. Yeah. And if you choose to make it, I can get away with this because of. Yeah. Stop that. That makes you a narcissist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Folks. And there's nothing worse than being a narcissist and hurting people. Yeah. And as, as people who went through that as recent as just months ago, Still yeah. kind of going through. There's still, you know, there's still bad mouth juju going on and stuff, and we feel bad for them. One day God may get help them, and it, I think one or two of them may not be saved actually. But anyway, as we go on, uh, these narcissists who messed with us, I, I'm convinced of that. But this is another thing I'm convinced of. I'm convinced we get to make a choice, Stephanie. Yes. Yeah. So let me get to the food that's right with God real quick, and we're going to see about that choice. We're going to see about cool things and. And uh, so food that's right with God. So we have a little little restaurant down here. It's called Tropical Grill. It's like this Cuban place. And they have this chicken fresco. And uh, can I tell you this, man? That chicken fresco is right with God. And I say, I, I'm, I'm having music play in my ears as I Oh, and they make, this, they make this green sauce. It's jalapeno garlic sauce. So if you get somewhere near Greenville County, South Carolina, they got a few of them now, a handful of them, mm-hmm. maybe five. That chicken fresco is right with God. And uh, let me tell you something, friends. Ah, food that's right with God, it makes things go better. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially, yeah. especially after a long day of recording. Yeah, yeah. So we continue on with Psalm 119. And friends, let me, let me just add this to the whole mix of things. that uh, As we go on with Psalm 119, I think we're going to see that it's important to read the instructions. I think, it's, I think yeah. we're going to see in, in this next few verses that it's important to do the right things. And it says, Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right. 
and that thou in faithfulness has afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, in that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statues, that I be not ashamed. Mm. You know, Stephanie, as, as I read that, I, I just keep on coming back to the psalmist saying, I want help. I need help. God help me do these things and specifically saying what he needs help in. And I know we've mentioned this before in other Psalms, but once again, Psalm 119 saying the word's important, but not only is the word important, but applying that word to my life, applying that word to this messed up pilgrim walk I have on earth is really significant. I mean, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I think when I read this Psalm, wow, there's there's so much that goes through my mind, but verse those first couple of verses, as I look at them, I see the psalmist acknowledging that, God, you're my creator, that you didn't just create me. You literally fashioned me. I get that idea of a potter taking a useless lump of clay and fashioning, making a beautiful vessel for service. And as I learn, as I read that, I'm, and he says that I may learn thy commandments. In other words, God created this psalmist, and he creates each of us. He puts in us a desire to know him. Now we choose whether to reject that or not, and whether to pervert it or not. But he, you know, he puts that light in every man um, that he creates, that desire to want to know God. And I love in verse 74, it's, a, it's like a verse of testimony. It says, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me, see me because I have hoped in thy word. In other words, God, you've made such a difference yeah. in my life. You shine through me so much because of what your word teaches me, because of because of what you've done for me, that those, you know, those around me that fear you, that know you, that love you, I can be an encouragement to them. We can encourage each other. The reason being because I've hoped, in other words, I've had my confident expectation in you in your word, because God is his word. Yeah. John 1 tells us that. And so it's that idea of God is so much a part of the psalmist. It's making a difference in the lives of those around him. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think, you know, right there in 73, it tells me we learn about ourselves when we study God's word. Mm -hmm. Give me understanding that I I may learn thy commandments. When you learn thy commandments, fashioned me. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. I want to learn more about myself. I want to I want to leave earth better than I came into earth. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. I want to be better tomorrow than I will be the next day, and so on. So we learn about ourselves. In verse 74, we become a blessing to others. Have you seen that, friends? It says, they that fear me will be glad that they see me because I have hoped in thy word. Man, if there's, especially during this journey, this journey is messed up. You know, we're, we're having a pilgrim journey on this earth. It doesn't go the way we want it to. I mean, things are not going the way. You know, we had a better plan for this. You know, 
Uh, but then we find out God's plan is not only better, it's the exact plan we would have chose if we would have known about it ahead of time. And it's hard when we get to this place and we say, whoa, you know, but listen, people will learn from you. People will, you'll learn about yourselves. And then if you get on to 75 through 78 and, and looking at that verse 80, we receive God's best in our afflictions. And, and folks, I don't know what your afflictions are. I don't know what your triggers are. They're the same. I don't know what your trauma was. It's all the same. It's all this big bunch of junk we go through. You know, I, I mean, over and over again, we can talk about, you know, our PTSD. We can talk about those things. And we, it's good to talk to your group. You need to have a group at your church. You need to get a hold of us. We'll tell you how to get a PTSD group going at your church. But over and over again, we can look at these things. But we need to start looking at them through the eyes of read the instructions let God walk us through this. Help us get through this. Everything good that ever happened to me has involved God and his word. And you said they're hooked together. You know that verse, yeah. John 1, 1. Yeah, yeah they're, they are very much one and the same. And um, I think there's a, there's a strong, when I look at verse 76 there, um, well, verse it starts with 75. The end of that verse seems so, through a fleshly eye, seems so incongruous. It says, that in that that thou in thy faithfulness thou hast afflicted me, thou in faithfulness, you've allowed me in your faithfulness you've allowed me to go through things that make no sense to me. They've hurt. Yeah. And I think of Job. Wow. He and was what Job up. went through, Man. and that that was done in God's faithfulness. That's we can't understand that. I honestly can't understand that. It's still even after having studied the book of Job, I cannot understand. It's like, God, couldn't you have come up with another way than to literally let Satan, from a human perspective, destroy the man who loved you most in all the world at that time? Yeah. And and that's where yeah. and I, it, it, verse 76 comes in because he says, let I pray thee, you know, Lord, I know you're faithful, that even in the midst of this affliction that you've allowed into my life to help me become more like you, he says, let thy merciful kindness be for my comfort. And I think of that verse in Lamentations that says it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And Jeremiah knew what suffering was about. Jeremiah knew what persecution and being rejected. You talk about someone who went through multiple traumas. It was Jeremiah, and yet he wrote wrote those precious verses for us. And that whole chapter in Lamentations is just over the top powerful as Jeremiah just perfectly describes what someone going through PTSD and trauma um, is experiencing. But yeah. he just over and over that, that heart of God, because I can hope in you because you are faithful, let your merciful kindness be my comfort. And it is a comfort. I think so. And, and you know, uh, Jeremiah, we know he laments on these things and he talks about these things. And But the psalmist, the psalmist just comes right back to in the same kind of idea. You know, great is thy faithfulness. You're helping me. Show me. Do these things. Bring me to these things over and over again. Lo let those that fear thee turn on to me and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statues that I be not ashamed. You know, we've lost that shame somewhere in the world today. So people who are outside God's will, people who are trying to live a life that's not 
conducive with God's word, it seems like they don't have shame anymore. And you know why? Because they're not in the word of God. And, and folks, if you're listening to this, you know why you can be messed up and do stupid things and keep on doing the stupid things and keep on showing up in the stupid places and keep on getting messed up? Because you're not reading the instructions. Mm-hmm. Because when you read the instructions, it changes those things. Mm-hmm. You know, when you well, read the instructions, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you learn a lot about yourself. Uh, you know, you become a blessing to others. And, and, you know, I think, Stephanie, that's important. At one point, uh, being a blessing to others, you either know you're a blessing to others or you're not. So if you're living your life right now, dear friends, and you're not a blessing to others, it's time to regroup. Yeah. You know, treat people the way you want to treat them. Treat people as if they're dying tomorrow morning. Do that with everybody. Because yeah. they're not going to wake up the next day. Treat people good. And I know it's hard sometimes, but just do it. Yeah. And uh, God will use it. And we receive God's best in afflictions. Now, we've found that, Stephanie. Yeah. We, we found our Savior true from that uh, uh, song there on uh, the Stephanie song on our first CD. But, you know, here's the thing. If we're not going to be in the instructions, if we're not going to be studying words, God's word, if we're not going to be praying, if we're not going to be uh, putting ourselves not against other people but against God's word, I don't think we're ever going to come out of these afflictions and these crazy things. Mm-hmm. I think we need to stop and give it to God. And giving it to God is, is threefold. I mean, it means I'm praying to him, I'm trusting him, I'm getting saved, I'm, I'm doing all that. And, and uh, I mean, that's the first fold in it. The second thing means I'm committed to, uh, you know, reading God's word, talking back and forth to God. I'm praying to him in the first point. And the second point, he's talking to me through his word. And the third point, I'm having a relationship that's evidenced by my relationships with other people, my family, my friends, and so on. And I know Stephanie is diligently looking through her Bible right now to share a verse with us. Go ahead and do that, Stephanie. Well, there's there's several verses here, and I'm I know one of they're in James. I'm just not. Oh, here it is. I just found it as I'm as I'm talking to you. But there's a couple verses that came to mind from James as I was looking at this. These verses we just covered. Um, because, you know, verse 77, again, let thy tender mercies come unto me that I may live. In other words, God, without your mercy, I'm done. I can't even live. I I mean, life is worthless without your tender mercies. But then verse 78 stuck out to me again, Doug, and and maybe it sticks out because this has been a part of life. But it says, let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause. But I will meditate in thy precepts. And I see here a powerful concept and that is he says this is what's happening to me but I will meditate in thy precepts in other words God my my this is what's happened to me these are the facts this is what's been done to me but I'm going to choose to pour my thoughts into your precepts and I think one of the Satan's biggest tools against someone who's been through trauma and abuse is to keep your mind in the past keep your mind on what happened to you keep your mind seething and consumed with what happened to you and making that choice that instead I'm going to choose to make my meditation your precepts, your word. And another thing I see in that is calling out to God and saying, God, let them be ashamed because the proud aren't ashamed. Mm. People that, you know, I mean, multiple cases in my life, you know, you reach those points of they're not even sorry for what they did. They, to them they don't even see that what they did was abuse. They don't see that what they did was wrong. To them, it's completely normal. There is no shame. And calling out on God and asking them, 
giving it to God again. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord, and saying, God, would you bring them to shame? Would you deal with them? Would you bring them to the end of yourselves? Themselves, I mean. And and I see here in um, some verse, verse James 2, 2, verse 5 says, Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? Mm. And you know, the proud have their riches here. Yeah. Whether it's their own self-esteem, whether it's earthly, you know, silver and gold, whatever, this is all they have. Yeah. And to be found rich in faith, the psalmist is found rich in faith. That's why we have Psalm 119, because he was rich in faith. And then James 3, um, James 4, verse 10 says, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Give what you've been through to God. Make his word your focus and he'll bring you through. Praise God. That's what it's all about. So coming out the other end, read the instructions. Know that they do some great things for you. They bring you closer to God. They help you. We learn about ourselves through that process. We become a blessing to others. We receive God's best in our afflictions. You can have all that today. Hey, listen, we want to play a song from you. We told you today's next 10 days or so, we're going to play songs from our first CD, Steadfast in Trials. And uh, we got a great song for you today entitled, I Rest in Your Love, a, a poem that Stephanie had written down at Southland Christian Camp and uh, turned it into a song. Listen, folks, we love you. We want you to listen to every word Eric's got to say on the other end of this song and know for sure that you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And uh, Jesus will save you. He'll enlist you. And then you're able to read the instructions and get everything you need out of them. Have a great day. Hey, list. Listen, treat everybody good today. Treat them as if it's their last day on earth. Thank you. Bye-bye. My child, give me your reach expectation. Wait on me, my plan is best. Come to me burdens. Trust my love and I'll give you rest. Lord, here for service. 
my one wish is to make you like me. Be transformed into my image, a sacrifice I want you to be. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. 
We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.